Hello and welcome everyone. This is Charging Up Leadership. I am your host, Heidi Fry, and this podcast is all about energizing you from the inside out with a mission of inspiring leaders to plug in, light up, and just be the best versions of themselves and how they live and lead. I am here today with my very special guest, Eric Baum. Eric is an esteemed and beloved leader who has enjoyed great success in all of his roles, including his most recent COO and EVP of operations positions. I know people who have worked for Eric, and let me just say, he is very much a get results kind of guy, and he is revered and highly regarded by those who have worked for him. Today's episode topic is X nice guy. And I can't think of a better person to represent than Eric. Eric, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to chat with me today. How are Thanks. you? Thanks. That was a great introduction. I appreciate that. Thanks for having All me. True. I'm excited to, to uh, have the conversation. Excellent. Well, just to set things up, um, would you be willing to give the listeners a little bit of a background? For instance, What's been your focus and expertise in the last five years? How would you describe yourself as a leader? You know, just really small, inconsequential questions. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's just the basics. Um, yeah, I've been at a company called Mobile Defenders, and um, we have been a distributor of mobile device repair parts. So came into that space, you know, working for somebody that had actually worked for me previously, and uh, they had started business. Dynamics, and, okay. Yeah, it, it did. Yeah, it was. Uh, we had kind of a, a, a nice foundation because of that, and a mutual respect. So there was, uh, you know, I got a phone call and said, "Hey, I want to talk to you about, you know, this business that's been running for a handful of years." And um, and so, you know, come in. It's really a young industry. Needs to have credibility. Uh, more credibility built around it so you can talk to some of the bigger players the oems within the the space um it was a young company not just from you know like the age of the company but it was young just in terms of like, people that work there mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. um you know come in mentor grow teach you know coach you know the the team there teach them how to you know be professionals and and um and then build processes and structure without really changing, you know, who they were as a core. So that's how I came in um, to it. And that's what was really appealing to me. So the, those are some things that I'm really passionate about and get excited about. And that's kind of how it's played out for the last last five years. Well, and that and I'm going to just jump in to say that you said that very well, because that is who I think you to be someone who teaches and guides and coaches. So you have that people part of you going on. And then you're also really masterful at the process part of the business, uh, which is why you've been so successful in those roles. So congratulations on that. So. Thank you. Yeah, I, yeah, I get kind of, you know, geeked out with some of the process stuff too. So <laughs> even the people stuff, I try to make, you know, process of surrounding people. <laughs> stuff, so. Absolutely. So, I mean, it kind of answers that second question I had, which is how would you describe yourself as a leader? Is there anything else uh, that you would add to that? Or is there anything else I'm missing? 
Well, I mean, I, I guess just to kind of piggyback on it, I, I mean, I, and really to maybe help transition into what we're here to talk about today is I always thought of myself as a servant leader, um, somebody who genuinely cared, um, put others first, kind of the, you know, the, the old book leaders, maybe it's not that old, I shouldn't say that old, but uh, the, you know, leaders eat last kind of mm. mentality. And uh, mm-hmm. I really embrace that. Um and I'm kind of a, what I like to think is like flying under the radar, ultra competitive person that mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily want people to see that, but it comes out and like everything that I do, to, <laughs> I come home from men's league hockey and my wife and kids will be like, they'll, it's kind of funny to see, they'll, they'll ask me a few questions and then they guess whether we won or lost because oh, I, really? I can't That's hide it. Game. You know, I just don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of turned into a game because they're like, uh Oh, dad's grumpy because they lost. Oh, that's so <laughs> funny. So I don't think I, re- I don't think I knew that you played hockey yeah, and yet yeah, I'm not surprised. You, that's, that's great. That's great. Well, and the reason I'm a little surprised is because you do have that servant leadership part of you. So I don't see the competitiveness necessarily yeah. haven't, haven't necessarily seen. I've that, always, so. I've always tried to hide it because I think it can, it can kind of, uh, you know, turn people off or, you know, if I'm mm-hmm. pushing too hard. So I think mm-hmm. it's more about the outcomes, but uh, um, yeah, it's always there underneath the surface with anything that I'm doing. Interesting. So, okay. Hockey, well, yes, hockey that players was a- are just the beat them up, right? That's, that's <laughs> such a bad reputation oh well okay we're gonna have to talk offline about something maybe maybe over (laughs) a a, a cocktail or something sounds good so yeah so so i didn't even tell you that i told you the topic but not the title which was x nice guy so that's kind of our lead-in i hope you're okay with that that uh, type typecast (laughs) so you and i were talking and while we're talking i i sometimes can't not interject a concept that I know about or, or think will help a a situation. And we were talking and I did exactly that. And it was this idea of nice versus kind. And, you know, we, we, it kind of took off from there and just for the audience. um, Well, actually, do you want to explain nice versus kind based on that conversation? Sure. Um, I think the situation, I was actually looking for some some feedback so you weren't like you know putting it out there <laughs> you know it needed uh it needed you know a coaching moment there and so um I mean I I think you just hit the nail on the head with what I was looking for with that and it really um it really took me back like it was I felt kind of uncomfortable um not kind of I felt really uncomfortable with kind of this realization and it wasn't an aha moment that it's like I always thought of nice as being you know not a jerk and so servant leadership right yeah right I mean yeah. it's like nice that's people should be nice you know we should be nice to to strangers and not treat treat people poorly I mean what's wrong with that but just kind of this realization that you know nice and kind you know when you really look at the words and kind of you know peel it back it's like nice is easy it's kind of lazy it's you know looking for um you know i already said easy but the easy way out it's you know it can be diplomatic and 
kind of excusing things or quick to excuse because, you know, you're going to be nice about it, um, beating around the bush, not being direct. So as we were talking and you were bringing that out and saying, hey, these are the differences between this. And I was starting to realize that boy, too often I fall into this nice category and I justify it by saying that, you know, these are my strengths. These are I, some I'm of the a things good that guy. I'm good at. Right. And, yeah, I, yeah. and I think people respond you know, better to that. And I still, I still do think that people respond better to, you know, but I respond better to kindness, not being a jerk. Right. So it's, it's kind of subtle, but at the same time, it makes huge, huge difference. So I'll just add a little element here. So I would say, because you use the word lazy and I don't think nice is necessarily lazy. So I'll just say to me, nice is telling someone what they want to hear. You're being a nice guy about mm-hmm, telling mm-hmm. them something and kind is telling them what they need to hear. Right. And of course we're talking from a leadership perspective or maybe a friend perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. And so nice is softer and, and as you said, diplomatic kind of beating around the bush yeah. and kind is pretty direct and this is for your better good. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I agree with the, you know, the laziness piece though, too, that that was how I knew that Mm. I was falling into, you know, like I I was distracted or doing something else. And so I didn't take the time to really be kind and be direct or for something else that was getting in my (laughs) way for like to executing on what I knew to be the, you know, the right way to do things. Well, and I, and I'm, and I want to give you my version of that moment. We were talking about the nice versus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, nice versus kind. And I I could almost see, see you stammering and I'm stammering, talking about you stammering. Cause you're like, wait, what, what? Yeah. That was, that was the look you had on your face mm-hmm. and it, and you were so entrenched in your niceness that it was like, it was like, I threw a rope into the hole and I was trying to pull you up, you know, because yeah. you're just like, wait, what? This doesn't even make sense. It was like really, it was painful um, because I mean, I've always thought that people's like, usually what people, you know, tend to struggle with or they have an opportunity for growth is an overuse strength. And I've like, I've said that over and over. I've sure, told people sure. that like, through, and so I'm like, except for, for me, I've got other weaknesses and it was kind of like, oh my goodness, mm. this is, it's is an overused strength. And it was just hurt. Cause it's like, how did I not see this before? <laughs> and, and like, I needed kind of the, that wake up call. And I remember driving away from your office going, oh my goodness, what just happened? <laughs> not what I expected. Um, but I mean, really turning point for, for me and my approach and just, you know, like a, a subtle shift, making a huge, huge difference and how to, you know, leverage, you know, myself and even for others as well, benefiting from that. So. Well, then in our next conversation, we, uh, I think you followed up with me and you said, guess what I did when I got back to the office and it blew me away. So, okay. This actually ties in the nice guy persona, right? And the competitive thing that that you're talking about. 
because I know you as the nice guy, right? From way back when. Mm -hmm. And uh, when you told me about your the action that you took once you got back to the office, I was kind of floored. I didn't expect it, honestly. I didn't. Yeah. Do you remember I, what you did? I mean, I remember, it'd be interesting to see if we line up on this. I remember <laughs> talking with each person on my team um, and just kind of going through and, you know, being vulnerable and saying, hey, here's something I just learned about myself. And, uh, you know, I think that it's true. And so I, I said, I don't want to be that way anymore. And, and uh, so mm -hmm. here's what we're going to, here's what we're going to do. You know, we're going to be, you know, kind to each other and, you know, here's what that means to me. And so, you know, just used it as an opportunity to give some direct feedback, even at, at that time. Um, and just, just kind of start fresh with, with each person on my team um, and kind of gives, you know, give some context too for them where it's like, what just happened? This is coming off a little bit different. You know, mm -hmm. did I do, you know, I, I didn't want them to, you know, you know, be blind to, sure, to sure. what was going on with, you know, my own personal development too. So. Well, I'm really impressed. I did not realize that you shared, that was your intro was this, you know, aha that you had. When you and I talked, you said something like, I went back to my office, I set up appointments with every uh, meetings with every person on my yeah. team, and I gave them all direct feedback. And I was like, whoa, whoa, I, yeah. I was really surprised by that. And so it's fun to hear, you know, both impressions of, <laughs> of that moment, right? So you met with everybody, you gave them kind feedback and did it have an impact yeah for sure um i think that you know i would say most people um there there's one in particular that, I, that i'm thinking of now as, as we're talking about that was a little leery and it took it took a few conversations to kind of get past like what's going on here um and that was mostly because of um, things that you know we kind of kind of uncovered with them that previous leaders that they had they were more comfortable being in a, in, you know, a vulnerable position but most of the team responded to almost you know immediately with yes I like this and oh wow um but you were giving and, them for the most part right there were there's I'm sure positive feedback but you were giving them constructive right yeah I and so I think that doesn't I guess from, you know, somebody that's listening, that's like, Ooh, I'm going to go in and, you know, just kind of blow somebody out of the water. I mean, we had, Smack a, them. right. I mean, we had a, and this is, yeah, I mean, it's not nice to, you know, being a, a big jerk, you know, this is nice to kind. So mm -hmm. it's not in a, you know, yelling, screaming, you know, jumping up and down and throwing a tantrum way. It's, it's still, construct like it's yeah. still focused on mm -hmm. getting the best result the best outcome the you know the best for everybody how do we grow how do I mean so I think the reason that people responded as well as they did or I think there's probably two reasons one is that I mean we did have a, a relationship that was you know I felt I mean, it was genuine from my perspective with mm -hmm. you know each of the you know the people on my team so there was you know there was a base to 
going to go off of. It wasn't like, and it wasn't like I wasn't giving them any feedback prior to that. So I think it's sure. more of a, sure. it's just more directed. It was more like, wow, that brings clarity versus, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I kind of thought that you felt that way, but boy, this is, this is, you know, really makes it, it clear and concise. Mm -hmm. And, um, and so I think that, um, uh, you know, that was a, a part of it as well as that, you know, that base there. And then just kind of the approach with, you know, still trying to, for the greater good, you know, we're yeah, still yeah. not like I wanted something that they, they didn't. So, you know, they, they wanted to yeah. improve and grow. And that really is a credit to them as well. So, well, two things, one is congratulations on your vulnerability that, you know, you had already built up the base, the foundation of a relationship and the trust to be able to go in and have that conversation, not only the kind conversation with them, but also you being vulnerable. That wasn't probably new news for them. The second thing is, you know, I preach about this idea of the authentic self and you, this is a perfect example. To me, you cannot be successful operationally or strategically, if you don't have that base of authentic self in place. Mm -hmm. And I think going from nice to kind, and, and by the way, just to dovetail on that a little bit, nice is not necessarily getting to the heart of the real issue. It's because we talked about skirting around it, it can be not only indirect, it can be misconstrued and it isn't in the person's best interest in terms of their long-term career goals. Whereas kind, because it's direct, here's something you can work on is truly kindness toward them because you're looking out for their long-term career mm -hmm. and how they can grow and benefit. Okay. So that having been said back to authentic self, I'm, that's what I love about you as a leader is that you are constantly trying to grow. You're upping your game all the time in terms of um, what you read and how you lead. And, you know, you're, you're trying to raise your levels all the time. Oh yeah, that's right. Competitive, even with yourself. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Well. And so if that foundation hadn't been as strong as it was, and you're continuing to challenge yourself, I don't know how well it would have been received. Eh, no, it would have been received well. Either way, it, it, good feedback is good feedback. But I know that everything you do from here on out is top notch because you have done that base foundation work. So just kudos to you just in how you handle that whole situation. It was actually, I didn't know you had it in you. <laughs> and you did. And it was amazing. It was amazing. So it was it was kind of, you know, freeing and fun. And, you know, it was just like, yes, this is kind of, you know, what I've been looking for. And I think that's, you know, why we had the conversation to begin with is mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. there's, you know, there's something that's holding me back and I want to know what it is. And, and it's not as, it's not like, oh, all of a sudden just, you know, put B in front of A and then it'll be better. And, you know, it's, mm -hmm. it, you know, it, it kind of took that, you know, smack across the, you know, the face that like, oh, this is what's going on. And, yeah. and, and it was, I mean, I don't want to make it sound simple because there was some work, but it, it, it was very clear, you know, mm -hmm. it was, it was mm -hmm. kind really. I mean, to, it was kind feedback that, 
um, yeah, made a huge difference. And it's not like, you know, I'm perfect with it um, at this point either. You know, there's. Oh, that is such a humble right? guy. I love this. Well, I've got a, if we were on video, I could hold up, but I've got a little thing in my monitor that I've had for, you know, since that time and saying, mm -hmm. you know, this is what kind is. And so oh, cool. just a good visual to, to you know, keep mm -hmm. in front of myself that I see it. Um, nice. It's kind of blended into the background a little bit, but there's sure. time for like, sure. I need to go restate what I just told that person. So then I'll go back and say, Hey, I don't think I was completely clear here. I want to, you know, I want to say this again in a more mm -hmm. clear, mm -hmm. clear way. So, so you have these conversations and I, and I'm positive they went well, I'm positive they were positive. And now I'm curious if it had a ripple effect, did it have a positive impact, right? Did the feedback translate into not only behavioral change, but did it also translate into bottom line change? Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I, I maybe not as quickly as the individual um, relationships of change, course. but I think it. Sure. Um, I started seeing some differences in how you know people started talking with each other, mm -hmm. uh, like in, in group meetings. The or you know group conversations or or meetings for that matter um and it really opened us up to it goes back to the process but it, it opened us up to you know being able to follow a process that really was built more around being direct and you know honest with each other about you know what are the problems what do we really need to address how do we you know within the business to drive yeah. said, to the to the bottom line versus you know, if there's one group that's like, boy, this group just isn't cutting it and they're holding everybody back and I don't want to say anything because, I, you know, like they're, and so then people start to have those conversations with me and it's like, no, we're going to talk about this as a group. <laughs> and so, you know, it was, and it was done in a way that was respectful and professional, um, not like, you know, pick on like oh, operations stinks if operations could get you know it was more about sure. hey this is impacting our customers and this what can we do about it so mm -hmm. it really helped us focus on the the drivers of the business and really got us ready you know we've we've implemented eos as a operating standard and we never could have done that i don't think without having that kind of mindset and approach and so it was kind of leading up to our ability to do that. And just for everyone's sake, EOS? Yes. EOS is, stands for Entrepreneurial Operating System. Mm. And it's just kind of a structure of how uh, to, to set up a business and, mm -hmm. you know, meetings, mm -hmm. not to go into too much detail with that. But um, it's, it really was, you know, this was kind of the, the preparation for that, I think, for us. So, I mean, talk about a ripple effect. I mean, mm. it changed, you know, everything that we did every day. So um, I, I didn't expect that answer. That is, wow. That's huge. Yeah. 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 Um, it's fun to see. I mean, it was, the, the last five years have been a really fun journey and just lots of, you know, exciting things and exciting change. And, and mm -hmm. uh, so I learned just a ton, I think, you know, over the course of my career. I, you know, continue lifelong learner. Like we've talked about, I, I enjoy that. And I think the last five years have kind of put it in an overdrive for me personally. 
mm-hmm. and just what I've seen and experienced and, and kind of taking, you know, everything um, over the years to you know, apply it in a different way. So it's been sure. fun. So speaking of ripple effect, I know that the company, not because of this one thing, but the company did well enough that it was sold successfully mm-hmm. recently. And I know that you were instrumental in helping get your team members farmed out and, you know, into other opportunities. And so hats off to you for your leadership and making that happen. That's pretty noble. So congrats on that. Yeah, thanks. That felt that felt good. Yeah. You know, to go through that. And it's something that, you know, from the sale of the company, it was something that, you know, I knew coming in that that was it was really almost a, you know, that would be a success that if I could mm-hmm. get to that, mm-hmm. to the point, um, because it, it was, you know, such a, a new, like growing industry that, uh, you know, it really needed to be elevated in order to make a, a difference, you know, from a, a global perspective and sure. a national perspective. So, yeah. Lots so, you know, I'm, there. I'm a big fan, and this ties into the sale of the company. I'm a big fan of leading from and operating from the core. And, you know, I think the nice versus kind uh, helped you even strengthen your core, you know, your core even more. And so what's next for you? You're you're still with the company, wrapping things up, tying up loose ends. uh, And what's next? Yeah, I'm out. I'm out looking for the the what's next. Mm-hmm. Um, Hear that, I'm, everybody? He's yeah, up for right, grabs. Right. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I I'm excited about you know the, the possibilities for sure. Um, it's been kind of eye opening, another learning experience, you know, for me because I haven't been in this position where it's like, you know, I've moved to and I've had you know diff- worked at different companies and and, and whatnot, but. To really have this transition that I was wasn't you know ending on a Friday and going in on a Monday, mm-hmm. you know that's always been my experience through my career. So this is not that, and um, I'm it's I'm seeing things that I you know I haven't seen or realized before, um, especially being on a search in that way. That you know everybody every company says you know we we want to grow and that's important to us. And, and I've seen some, um, you know, multiple situations where people say, yeah, we, we want to grow, but we don't want to change. Okay. And they won't say it exactly like uh, that. Right. Uh-huh, but there's, uh-huh. the, there, you know, things that you do, it's like the, the change is the fun part, right. The change is what makes us better and, mm-hmm. and it sharpens the sword. So, um, well, yeah, so that's... then going back to that, you know, leading from the core, right. And now you're out there, looking what qualities will you find in your next opportunity or the next role that will let you know that you can still the company is leading from the core or that you can lead from the core yeah I mean it's it's so hard with values that you know you can't you can't like change your your values and who you are um you know when you're coming in and that goes for you know for a company, especially, you know, it's, it's bigger and harder to move. And so I think, you know, values alignment and really it being where it's like, yeah, we want an environment that mm-hmm. is, is kind that values that, you know, that the reality, like, let's look at the reality of it. And, um, 
I just, that's an absolute for me at this point. I don't want to mm-hmm, go someplace mm-hmm. that you can't turn back. No, no. I mean, it, it just ends up being, you know, pretty, pretty diplomatic and pretty, you know, he just, it's surface level to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I want to go deeper than that. So. Um, well, it's interesting when you were talking earlier, I don't remember exactly what you were saying, but I think when you were talking about the ripple effect with your team and, or, or how the culture shifted because of your wanting to be kind versus nice. And all I kept thinking, like in my head, it was just real, real, real. And you have stepped into a lot of leaders think they're real and they don't, they don't even realize anymore how often they're wearing a mask. And you've stepped even further into that real category. To me, that is where leadership grows and shines and really is magical. Yeah. And that's where, I mean, that's the responsibility of a, of a leader, right. Is to be Mm -hmm. able to, to bring that out and something that, you know, I didn't start my career as, you know, in a leadership position, I started as an engineer and I never really had aspirations to, to lead people in that way in some ways it you know it was you know not as comfortable and mm-hmm. so it just was something that happened you know, naturally over the years to you know be tapped to go into this position or that position and it's something mm-hmm. that at this point I just I love and you know energized by sure um and it's interesting to see too like there's within that there's in, there's things that I can see that are happening that don't necessarily, uh, or they tell me it's an indicator that, well, I'm not, I've got that mask on. Yeah. I'm not like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not living it the way that I need to live or, you know, like people asking questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the, yeah. Um, it's really like people ask questions. It's like, why are they asking that? Oh, I missed the, you know, I missed something here. I need to go back. You know, I wasn't clear enough and I wasn't. So wait, 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 I want to, I want to understand this a little bit better. So you're saying you're, you're saying that people come to you and are telling you you're wearing a mask. No, I'm saying I've, I've started to be able to recognize if I'm not, you know, if maybe I'm moving too fast or I'm not, you know, is being as authentic as I need to be. It's Mm -hmm. like, there's kind of these little clues that I've started to, you know, more easily recognize that, well, I'm, I see, I see. I'm like not, you missed, you missed, enough. uh, you missed pulling them in or yeah. you're driving toward a goal and, and have left some people in the dust. Right. Right. I got yes. it. Okay. Where, I mean, before having, you know, this perspective, it would have been like, what are they doing? They're just, you know, they're just screwing up and it's kind of mm-hmm. like, kind of comes back to a, I haven't done my job mm-hmm. by, pulling them in, you know, and I guess that comes back to assuming that you, you know, the right people are in the right seats, but sure. Sure. Um, but you know, after they are, then, you know, we all got to go together. Mm-hmm. So I am big on making sure you're plugged in and operating from your core. And we talked about that, that you were operating from your core. And I love that. How do you know when you're not plugged in? How do you know so like in these moments, you know, you're talking about these indicators that let you know you got to back up and and lead differently. When do you know you're not plugged in? Like is there a is there a trend like oh every time I do this, I know that I'm I'm off. 
Yeah, I think I can I can kind of feel when I talk about, you know, when people ask the question, you know, that's if they're coming to me with, you know, different challenges. And I mean, there's always challenges, so it's not. But if it's something that, boy, they should know that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, you know, the, you know, if my energy, I'm pretty even killed person. So I don't mm-hmm. have the real, real highs and real, real lows. So kind of tried to be more in tune with, you know, if my energy is down a little bit, it probably means that something's going on there mm. because I like all the stuff is I get excited by it. It's, you know, it's, it's a passion. So mm-hmm. when it's, when it's happening, the energy's high and just keep on rolling. If there's a, a bump, then it's like, that's kind of a, that's kind of an indicator to me that, you know, I'm not plugged in the way that I need to be. Sure. Sure. Well, and then on the flip side, I'm curious, whether it's with within your career or outside, and I know you're a big family guy, so I mm-hmm. suspect some of this will come from your home life. When do you spark? You know, where do you get your energy? How do you recharge all those things? Yeah, um, for sure. Family um, is is big for me, family and friends. And yeah, it's a big, big part of who I am. Um in you know why I do what I do um mm-hmm. uh, I also especially since you and I've been you know spending time together with with some of what we've done and really the journaling is surprisingly powerful um you know just really having a clarity break and so that's another thing that you know, like recharging and kind of you kind of feel mm-hmm. that um yeah and you just need to sit back and kind of let stuff flow and just just journal. I, and I've, I've had that scheduled on my calendar. I do it once a week now. And, um, and so hmm. that's been surprisingly, you know, powerful. Surprisingly, uh, you could knock me over with a feather right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, see, I can learn new things. Hockey, new hockey player dude <laughs> turns journaler. Well, for, well, I will say this. Sometimes you have to journal to have the best conversation with the best person in the room. Right. And that's you. <laughs> who knows yeah, you better right, right for sure <laughs> um it just it really i mean i found that it has a way of bringing clarity where it's like and sometimes it takes a little bit to kind of get down to the mm-hmm. you know the nuts and bolts of it that mm-hmm. it's like uh, and so you kind of create this aha moment for yourself and mm-hmm. in some ways um i mean I, it's not i was i used to try to do it where it was like you know 10 minutes at the end of the day before i leave you know for home and it's like that just never really worked. I, it's really hard routine for me and habit to get into for me because sure. it's like, man, it's so late already and I need to, you know, so now I'm going to journal. And so I, I, that wasn't a habit that I was able to keep. And it, I don't know if the value is there because 10 minutes, I mean, now it's an, I mean, I schedule it for an hour and sometimes yeah. it takes 45 yeah. minutes before I get to the, yep. you know, what I was really looking for. So smart, um, so yeah. smart. So I've got another surprise for you too. We've talked about this for a recharge. I don't really talk about that often because I think it, maybe it's, I think it's a little goofy still, but I built a cold tub. You and, did? Yeah. And I, and so I just, I don't know. I love, I love it. <laughs> I know it's kind oh of weird, my but, gosh, so Eric, that's I probably, awesome. I probably do that four times a week. The water's <gasps> like 30, Five thirty-six 36 degrees and it's really cold and yeah 
So oh I just, my gosh, how long how long do you stay in the cold tub? Uh, four or five minutes. Yeah, the first time I did it was like probably fifteen seconds, and I just like jumped. Like I can't be in here, but yeah, I mean it's been. I I think there's a lot, and there's there's more um, evidence out there of some of the benefits to it. But I really like I, I do it because I. I mean, I've seen it differently. Like I yeah. feel different. Um, so yeah. More electric, kind of, more charged. Right. More yeah. charged. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. I, I'm like a little blown away right now. I have, I've attempted to do the, like, oh, I'm taking a really nice hot shower and the last, you know, I'm going to turn it on freaking cold yeah. and stand there. And I can barely, if I can do 30 seconds, I'm rocking. Right. Um, that it's a lot for me to do that. So the fact that you built a tub and you're doing a cold tub, that's well, amazing. I'll send you a picture of my, <laughs> oh my what God. I did. Oh, so has anyone else in your family, uh, followed no, your lead? No, no. Not, not yet. Uh -huh. We talk about it awful lot, but, um, it's kind of, it's shocking. I mean, I can't say it's like easy. Just go do it. I mean, it is. Yeah. It's. So I think there's some, <laughs> that there's some is, fear wow. there. I, and I think, you know, that for a while, uh, I was doing it every day. I was going outside and grounding and that in Michigan, that means during the winter. So mm -hmm. I was going into four feet of snow or not four, yeah. feet, let's wow. say a foot of snow, four inches to a foot of snow and standing and grounding. And that was Every morning it was a decision. So I, I can't totally relate with what you're saying, no, that's but I pretty can close. a little that's, bit, right? Yeah, Every right. morning it was a, I could talk myself out of it if I, if I thought sure. about it for more than five seconds and then right. it's too cold. It. I yeah. didn't sleep. Enough. I'll yeah, do it tomorrow. Reasons, right? Yeah. right. It's yeah. okay if I skip a day. Yeah. So consistency. Nice. Mm -hmm. Well, that's pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's that it's kind of it's still kind of out there but uh it's been it's been really uh, good for me and the research i do know that the that's why i try to do the shower thing because the research is pretty great about it so yeah. congrats yeah. that you uh yeah thanks executed on that <laughs> that little spark you had right Gosh, yep. anything else that you have uh you want to share otherwise i th i am so happy with our conversation and thank you for sharing yeah, it was great. Me too. I've been looking forward to this and I mm -hmm. think just, you know, taking a, an opportunity here to thank you. I mean, you've been kind of like, you know, blowing it off, but I mean, I, this is like, this is, it's is like three years ago, right? I mean, three, four years ago that we started having this conversation, mm. you know, the nice versus kind. And so I just want to take the opportunity with, you know, more than just you and I listening. Hopefully there's, you know, I'll tell my mom that it was on. So be a couple other <laughs> we'll we'll get listening. some listeners. <laughs> right. Um, that, um, you know, I want to thank you for what you did because it really was, it's been huge change for me and it just, you know, it's changed how I approach things. And so I really value you and, and what you brought to, to my mm. life and kind of open my eyes. So thank, thank you, you for that. Thank you. So, well, I tell you, you are very inspirational to me. I I am a big fan of executing and follow through. 
And the fact that you could be nice, turned kind, and then execute on what you wanted to get done. It's just such a beautiful combo in a leader. I, I really, I'm happy to call you friend. Yeah, You're thanks. just a terrific leader. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that the people in the audience really understand the impact of what you do and uh, follow your lead and going from nice to kind, uh, inspiring all. Keep shining your light, Eric. It is yeah. bright and beautiful. And, you know, keep shining in how you light, uh, how you lead and how you live. And hopefully you'll have a very wonderful landing soon. Yeah, I will. Uh, great. Thanks. Thank you. I wonder, should do you like, should we give out your contact information? Yeah. I'm, yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> I mean, why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking for a job. So yeah, yeah, exactly. It's hard for people to go to the next step. So, uh -huh. um, I mean, it, in LinkedIn, it's Eric Baum, but it's spelled a little uniquely. Um, E-R-I-C-H-B-A-U-M. Um, so that's LinkedIn. That's a great then, way for people to get a hold yeah, of you. Yeah. Uh, by great. the way, I, I just have to say this. So you, of course, know that your last name, Baum, is tree in German. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Heidi, German, right? Yeah. I love the tree analogies. I love nature. And so I think you are so lucky to have that last name. And that is you, man. You are rooted tree, and you. and you know, you're, you're strong and yet you're flexible and I love it. You are Eric mm. Baum. I like that. I haven't heard yeah. that before. <laughs> and I did know that it meant tree, but I haven't heard that. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you know, I love trees and the analogies and all that. So Eric Baum, keep being a strong, deeply rooted, uh, <laughs> uh, development tree. So take care. Thank you right. so much. Thanks. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. I had so much fun in my conversation with Eric Baum. So much fun. I am especially appreciative and impressed and was at the time with his courage and humility and vulnerability to go back and have those kind conversations and to, and to you know, to impact the culture so dramatically. It's pretty cool. A couple things that he said that I loved uh, on that spectrum it's not about going from nice to jerk, one to 10, nice to jerk, which is what a lot of people do. It's that binary thinking. That's a whole nother conversation. It's going from nice to kind, from nice to kind. It's not a huge jump. It's adjusting your intention, right? The second thing uh, was when, you know, he said, when you have a base of authenticity, it is fun and freeing. Absolutely. I see it with my clients. They, they blossom because it's fun and freeing. Absolutely. I also like this idea of, um, he was talking about in meetings, they have a, a new way of communicating. Their conversations are different. And the word I wrote down at that time was transparency. I feel like they are more real and more transparent. So that was cool. Uh, also, I loved what he said about you know, in the old days, when people ask questions, he would be thinking, what is wrong with them? Why aren't they getting this? And today he realizes when people ask questions, it's an indicator 
that he has not been as authentic as he could or needs to be. He wasn't really being vulnerable and telling them the real stuff. So I thought that was great. And then he gave us that little surprise at the end with his cold dunk. That was funny. Oh my gosh, that was funny. Um, the other thing he mentioned that he does for his own personal energy was journaling. And I just want to say to all of you, journaling is fantastic. There's a little method called the hot pen method. You don't know what to write about. So you just sit down, you just start writing. It's a hot pen. It just starts writing. It might even start with... I don't know what I'm writing about, but I'm going to start writing and eventually you'll get somewhere. It's not that 10 minute uh, journaling exercise he mentioned that he's gotten away from. It's more that um, real intense or uh, not intense as much as intentional uh, journaling. So anyway, all that to say, thank you, thank you, thank you to Eric Baum and uh, have a great day, everyone. Take care. You have been listening to the Charging Up Leadership Podcast, and I am your host, Heidi Fry, charged up, plugged in, and sending you energy, light, and love. Find me at HeidiFry.com. And don't forget to check out my book, The Light Switch, available on Amazon, in your local bookstores, or on my website. The Charging Up Leadership Podcast is created, hosted, and produced by Heidi Fry. Theme music is by Yevchen Anoichenko from Pixabay.